Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. Your master's and bachelor's goals haven't changed and neither has Stevenson University's online commitment to you. Visit online.stevenson.edu. 105.7, The Fan. Ravens coming off a 28-27 loss to the Jaguars. They take on the Denver Broncos at home this Sunday. And let's head out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline where we're joined for our weekly chat with Ray Rice. And, Ray, good afternoon. Uh, Thanks, as always, for joining us. Hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. We saw how frustrated Lamar Jackson was. Uh, He was pretty frustrated in the postgame press conference and then went after a fan on Twitter. How frustrating did things get for you after a bad loss? Man, you know, um, Coach Harbs hit it on the hit it on the nail. Like, I mean, I think the way he addressed it, um, Coach Harbaugh, meaning like, you know, obviously you never want to. If you're emotional in football, like you, you never want to be emotional with your fingers, uh, especially after a loss. I mean, yeah, but he wants to win. Obviously, that's a learning lesson. But you know, obviously, you know, it, it, it's bigger because it's Lamar Jackson. You know, so. You know, I'm sure in the locker room, you know, that'll be buttoned up. But sometimes you got to tip the cap, man. Uh, Jacksonville came out and played mm-hmm. hard. I think in the NFL, as much as we talk about the Ravens like collapse, I think, you know, you got to speak on the simple fact that Jacksonville is not the same football team they were a year ago. No. <laughs> they certainly weren't in the fourth quarter. And obviously, Doug Peterson, a major upgrade from, from Urban Meyer. Um, I mean, when you when you – do kind of put yourself in Lamar's shoes, and I'm not absolving him of missed throws and and you know decisions that he would want back. But he he did run for 84 yards. He did throw three touchdown potential touchdown passes that were dropped, right? Which had a lot to do with the red zone numbers looking as bad as they did. And he did lead what at the time looked like a fairly epic drive that you thought, and and with maybe the throw of the year to Deshaun Jackson, where you're thinking. Right, that's probably enough. Oh, so it wasn't. The defense collapsed, and they've dropped ten balls on me the last two weeks. I mean, I get it. It's it's a team sport, but like, there's hum- it's only human nature for that stuff to get to you, no? Yeah, when you put it in those terms, like when you put it like there, how you just broke it down, that's the stuff that I mean, it's frustrating enough to lose the game. But the facts are the facts, and what you just laid out were the facts. And that's what you go back and you look at and say, like, in order for us to go forward, this can't happen. You know, because, you know, we all sit up there and, I mean, not a lot of us wanted to do it, but on the way home, you know, you know how the media always get those, like, stat sheets at Mm -hmm. the end of the game, right? They give them to everybody. As a player, like, when you win, you don't even care to look at them. But when you lose, you want to see exactly what went wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, when you put it all on paper, like, it doesn't lie. Like, you, you, it wasn't an effort deal. It wasn't this guy not playing hard. When it comes down to it, you know, that sheet doesn't lie. And I think that's what you get back to. And that's what's frustrating after it all sets in. But then once you land, it's kind of like, all right, rip it up. <laughs> we got to get to the next opponent. You know, so, yeah, it's a tough, man. It was tough. It's tough. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, 
the resiliency in our in our team to be where they still are. You know, we could talk about that loss for however long we do, but if they take care of business, that loss is nothing. Right now, this is the next game. It's a home game, and I'm, you know, honored to, you know, be at that game because Marshall Yonder is going in the yeah, ring. Yeah. I, he's the, quite frankly, he's like, the, I mean, I'm biased because it's Marshall Yonder, but he's the greatest, um, you know, greatest lineman I've ever played with. Um, don't knock on nobody, but he just was, he's a great football player, even a better person. But he's definitely um, well deserved that honor. Ray, let's stick with Marshall. Bart Scott, it, I remember him telling that story 2007, right before you came, about him getting paid a couple hundred dollars to get tased. <laughs> I mean, with how tough he was. What was he like as a teammate, and do you have any cool memories uh, like that with Marshall? Yeah, I remember, like, on our Super Bowl run, I, I, I so many things I remember. He wasn't a guy that needed to talk crap to you <laughs> but he was a guy when we were running the ball and we were running it well and the defense no like it was coming Marshall like I've never seen a guy get excited after calling like power right or power left <laughs> like he would be like because he's a guard so if we call power left and he was pulling he was the most excited player in the world because he was pulling and he couldn't wait to just hit someone and I think that you know when you got a lineman that it's like Ray, let's go. Like it's 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 on now. Like how could you you cannot you have to hit that hole going ninety miles per hour, and we don't care the outcome as long as we get five yards. And uh, that's what he brought. But I also remember a cold game, freezing cold. Marshall Yonder is the only one. This is Denver playoffs, and Marshall Yonder was the only guy like. It's cold, but he's, he's, he's from Iowa, so he's used to that kind of weather. But he's pouring the water on his jersey. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember how cold it was that game in Denver. But it was about negative three Woo. with a wind gust. So every time Marshall Yonder would go on the field and you hit his jersey, ice would fall off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, so, but then it came to a point where I'm like, I heard some D linemen saying, man, his jersey's frozen. We can't get hands on him. It was actually working because they couldn't put hands on his jersey because he was, he was like, it wasn't nothing he didn't normally do. Marshall would pour water on himself. It would drip down on his jersey, but it wasn't like he was thinking about it actually freezing. But until you hit his jersey and icicles fall off, it was like, oh, shoot, it's really cold out here. You surprised at how skinny he is now? Nah, because you know what? Linemen typically go the other way. I ran into Matt Burke a few times, and, you know, they look like they, they, look like they both lost the whole half of a person. But, I mean, they look good. What do you think um, it's going to take to get the run game going a little bit more, Ray? It's It, it looks like some of these teams are – you know, kind of crashing with those ends a little bit. And, and we know, obviously, the downfield threat hasn't really been there. So I guess they feel a little more comfortable doing that. But um, how do they how do they get it cranking? Well, you know, the thing with our run game, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing it, right? You got to take the three yards. You take the three. But then it's like we got this hybrid run game, whereas if Lamar breaks off a 40 or 50-yard run, it still goes to the run totals. So now if you're talking about the consistent running back game, yes. you know, obviously that's just – we got to take what's given to them. 
you know, um, in that system, it's like, you know, if, if the team's playing honest, Lamar's always the X factor that he can break out of something, whereas if he's scrimped, like the run totals were still up. But it's not your traditional run game where we're getting 21 personnel, you're getting, you know, four wide, you're getting three wide. You know, you're not getting that. You're getting not even an RPO. You're getting a, a heavy personnel. They're going to run the ball, give you, give you a sprinkle of four to five yards, might go for two yards, and then when you get in the play-action situation and Lamar breaks one for 40, you know, um, I don't even like calling him broken plays because he's, he's that good mm-hmm. when he gets out of the pocket. But whether they're design runs or him getting out of the pocket, you have to accumulate, you have to already go the Ravens plus 80 or something with Lamar Jackson, that quarterback. So they're going to amass over 100 yards rushing, quite frankly, in every game probably. Ray, I wanted to get back to the uh, blown lead again. And some people look at players as robots, but you see the frustration boil over with Lamar. It was the fourth two-score blown lead on the year. Is that something that can get in the head of players? You know, when you put it in that perspective, it only gets to you if you let it get to you. It has to be something that, you know, you do discuss. Like, this is locker room talk. Like, you will discuss that. But I think that on the other side, like, me understanding the business side of it very well, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars, like, it, it, a couple times where the, if the ball just, when Trevor Lawrence fumbled and it goes yeah. all the way, it's a different situation. So we're just talking about everything going right for them in that moment. Right, but are we going to give the credit to the guys that made those plays? They made some tough football plays, and I think that that's part of the NFL. That when we look how good the Baltimore Ravens are, we have to really like. I'm, I'm sure those guys do like they respect the game as well. But Jay Jones and them earned everything that they got versus the Baltimore Ravens. It wasn't given to them. They earned it. And they had to be able to run those kind of plays under pressure situations. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars saying, you know what? Sometimes you just got to tip the cap. When it happened in New York, you tip the cap. Those are teams that are turning it around. So the league is becoming more competitive. So regardless of what we thought, you know, as spectators, just the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Ravens should have beat them by three touchdowns. Man, they're getting better. Like, and they hear it, though. You got to understand. They hearing the stuff that they're looking at the odds, too. You know, they like there's a lot of pride and stuff that go on the line. And me knowing Coach Peterson as a coach, I'm sure some of those things were said, you know, going out on that field. You know, um, they, like put some respect on their name. I, they were playing that game for respect. And they, they sure earned it. Ray Rice, always great, man. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, my pleasure. See you guys Sunday. Thanks, yes, buddy. sir. Ray Rice, we talk to him every Wednesday here on The Fan. When we come back, Terps, man, another impressive outing against Louisville last night. We will recap for you next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Sports On Demand. On Demand. 105.7 The Fan. Right side into the lane. Cutting to the bucket, Ian Martinez, and he slams it home. 
what a great ball movement, great action. Martinez never stopped moving, and Akeem found him. Game heard right here on 105.7 The Fan. Maryland had three guys in double figures, one of them being Ian Martinez off the bench. He had 10. Dante Scott at 18. Uh, Young at 15. Hakeem Hart, Don Carey, nine apiece. Maryland blows out Louisville 79-54. to They basically have blown out everybody they've played so far this year. They're up 11 and a half, 11 at the half, and then what hit? Second like the, half was just... Just started bombing away from three-point range. Yes. Uh, 9 of 24 from the game. And to say they've been impressive through the first seven, I, I think is an understatement. No, no one could have expected this or even really hoped for this, right? And and again, it's 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 measured against, okay, who they've played, which is a tougher run-up than Turge would have played at this point in the yeah. season. But... Some of these teams, maybe not as good as their pedigree, right? Like even this St. Louis team, we'll find out. I mean, they were ranked when Maryland played them. It might be a down year for St. Louis. It's definitely a down year for Louisville. Oh, um, terrible. That, that, I don't know what that was. I mean, there were just balls flying all over the place. I mean, balls just being thrown up and hitting the backboard. I mean, was that an alley-oop? Was that a, was that a pass? Was that a shot? I mean, what what are we doing here? Um but they took care of business, and they've built up some confidence. And they clearly, unlike Louisville, want to play for this school, want mm-hmm. to play for this coach, want to be a part of something here. It looks a whole lot different than it did under Turge. And remember, these kids, the ones who are holdovers, dealt with their coach bailing on them right around this time a year ago, right? Dealt with, you know, still sort of coming out of covid then Danny Manning takes over, and, and is he really going to keep the job or not? And then one of the assistants has part of a sting up. Like, it's just like, come on, what are we doing here? This is just like a completely different vibe. And I haven't seen a Maryland team shoot the ball like that very often. It's made six of the first nine threes they took in the in the second, second half. half. A lot of them were uncontested, but how many uncontested threes have we yeah. seen that this program miss? They run an offense now. Um, they didn't do that before. Yeah, the first half, they were terrible from three. It's been very inconsistent, but what, they hit the first four or five out of the second half. But the Kevin Willard effect is real. Yes. Look at the holdovers. Donta Scott is a heck of a player right now through the first seven games. He lost 25 pounds. His play style is a lot better. Hakeem Hart, you got the length there as a guard, and he's playing at a higher level. And Julian Reese is a sophomore. And Jameer Young, the transfer, he's starting to develop as that facilitator. And Ian Martinez and Ken, you brought he's him up. He's another holdover. Yeah, you brought him up uh, at the beginning of the season. He's going to be a thing off the bench for them. I get it. Louisville sticks. I mean, the exi- they lost their exhibition game to a D2 t- school. They're 0-7. They lost three bye games at home by a point. They're 0-7, but it, it, it was Maryland's first true road game. They had the tournament on a neutral court. Now the schedule gets real. And you're playing Illinois, uh, home game Friday. They're 16th in the country. Then you go to Wisconsin and then Tennessee and UCLA. So we're going to find out a lot about this team in the next four games. But I want to get back to the holdovers. Uh, uh, Julian Reese, Donta Scott, Hakeem Hart, Ian Martinez, the main ones. I feel like it's an indictment of the previous coaching Absolutely. staff. Of course. That Absolutely. these guys are playing at such a high level now. They're running an offense. They're they're selling out on defense. Like, 
they weren't doing this before, and I'm old enough to remember watching Maryland year after year after year. These early season games under Turge that they, they'd be in doubt in the final five minutes. These guys are putting these teams away early. And think about Willard having to re-recruit these guys. And Dante Scott Sr., Hakeem Hart Sr., to get Scott to buy yep. in, to completely transform his body, and they were mentioning it was a great point on the broadcast last night, Julian Reese being a big, and obviously his sister ended up transferring yep. out. Yep. Angel. But, and she dates Dante Scott. She yeah, said crazy. she tweeted. She said, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's rooting for Maryland. Somebody went off on her and said, well, you left. What are you doing? She yeah. goes, well, my brother's on the team and so is my boyfriend. Right. But they were talking about the pedigree that Kevin Willard had with Biggs at Seton Hall. And that was a big pitch to Julian Reese. And you're seeing him, you know, having a, a heck of a, a sophomore start to his season. Well, I don't know if you guys watched the halftime show, but they were talking about Scott as like one of the. 12, 15 best players in the I conference. I did not see that. That, that. And that's impressive. Yeah. He looks like he lost 25 pounds. He looks like a different dude. He's in better shape. He's he's able to take guys inside and do what he wants. He's got a soft touch around the basket. And that was my thing with Scott. I, I feel like this year he's been so much more aggressive where there would be times, and you know, he's, he's very solid um, from three and hit three of them last night, but... I feel like in years past he would settle for that um, on the outside yeah. where he's been a lot more aggressive this year. I know we don't have a ton of time, yeah. but you're going Friday. Yes. Will there be a oh, lemo picking you up at Cross Street? How how, how Do you know how the evening's going to Jimmy proceed? Jimmy Sunshine has only told me he's picking me up from Cross Street. Nice. And we're heading him down from there. But I will say, and you know, I get super excited about Maryland basketball. Yeah. This is this a different animal than anything I've seen over the last three years. Like This, yeah. this looks... I am so excited, and Tim just rattled off. The next four games are against real opponents. I'm excited to see what happens because these guys look legit. And I'm hoping, look, Xfinity Center is rocking back in the heyday. Hopefully, you know, a good crowd on well, the student Friday. student section sold student out. Yeah. And now they just did a flash out. sale. They're to yeah. half off on the tickets. So yeah. get tickets. It's like everybody's like Gary Williams is fired up about this. Scott Van Pelt's fired about this. So Grievous Vasquez tweeted today, Maryland basketball's back. The silence that they spoke while Turgeon was there and now how loud they are now, it does speak volumes. Yeah. Like when Grievous Vasquez tweets, Maryland basketball is back. I didn't see any of that during the Turgeon years. Well, certainly not, not the latter Turgeon years. <laughs> no, now this I and, and you know what, everybody, I think uh, give it's early, but the early returns on Kevin Willard are pretty darn positive. Hey, coming up next, purple rain in the forecast. Ravens they started their week preparing for Denver. We'll hear from John Harbaugh and others. Some injury updates next here on the fan. Inside Access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Purple rain. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at LifeMed Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410-575-1200 or go to LifeMedInstitute.com and boost your defense. Yeah, they're both doing well. Ronnie was limited. Kyle was uh, thinking it would be in full and uh, things are looking good, yes. 
That was John Harbaugh asked about Ronnie Stanley and Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton actually listed as limited as well. Stanley listed as limited. The full injury report, Nick Boyle, illness, did not practice. Calais Campbell, Justin Houston, Marcus Peters all got it, did not practice for for, uh, because they're old rest reasons. (laughs) Daniel Falele, illness, did not practice. Uh, Marlon Humphrey. something going around. Well, it's going around everywhere, though. Yeah, yeah. It's that time of year. I got a little bit of a cough. Marlon Humphrey, ankle, did not practice. Lamar Jackson's listed as a quad. He was limited. Isaiah Likely, ankle limited, and that's your injury report. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know about Ronnie Stanley for this week. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I would I think, think that they'd kind of get week. him back to practice in full for a couple days in a row before. And, and and look, he might be a guy who, as we said before, might get a lot of Wednesdays off from here on out. But like, I'll say this: if Ronnie Stanley doesn't practice full tomorrow, I don't, Ronnie, I don't think Ronnie Stanley's playing in this football game. Um. So I guess Isaiah Likely is back limited. He had the ankle. Remember, he right, missed the game show. He he was limited. Yes, limited. Yeah, their whole receiving core is limited. Well, yes, even if they're healthy, they're limited. If that makes sense, it should just be their permanent designation. Limited by design. Yes, that's how they draw it up around here. Hey, let's hear. Sorry. Tim. Oh no, no. I, I was going to say the Likely thing just came out of nowhere Friday, and then yeah. Saturday yeah. the team said he. Wouldn't practice. I I was kind of concerned that it was a yeah, somewhat more, serious injury. Yeah, the fact so, he didn't travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of raised some red flags. But him being limited today is definitely a great sign. More from Harbs talks about the importance of a good pass rush. Well, it's big. I mean, the pass rush is important, as you guys have written so often over the years. Here, you know, Jeez. it's a narrative wow. that has been flipped. That's that's a good thing, you know. And no, we uh, I like these guys, and you've got to throw the timing of the quarterback off. You got to move them off the spot. You got to disguise. You got to change the picture on them. All those things are really important in this league. And then you know, above all, you got to earn the right to rush the passer. What does that mean? You got you got to stop the run. You got to put them in passing situations. So uh, guys have done a good job of that, uh, but we can get better. Harp's taking some shots there at the media. Man, I don't keep, know if it was he shots. Was, he was teasing. He's the read he was teasing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was keeping receipts yeah. there. Well, I mean, it's not like what was being written or said at the time wasn't true because no. he's acknowledging that the yes. script has been flipped. Yes, it has. And speaking of pass rush, might more might be on the way. We thought David Ajabo was going to play last week. He mm. didn't. Uh, Harps, how has Ajabo looked at practice? He's doing well. You know, he is, he's only been practicing for, what, three, four weeks now? So uh, he, he's learning and he's... Uh, He's kind of getting in shape and all that. But I had a talk with him today about it. We had a good talk, just kind of back and forth just during practice. And, you know, he's he's getting close. It's not so much a special teams thing as it is just a numbers thing right now at his position. So he'll be out there when the time comes, and I think he'll do well when he gets out there. Hmm. Had a chat. I know somebody you could bench in order for him to play. The guy that hasn't that has one more sack than the three of us combined? That guy. And remember, I'm giving him two at some point. Give him, You can give him a sit see what this other guy could do. 25 snaps? I mean, right? That's what he played last week. Yeah. I thought Ajabo was going to play against Carolina. I thought he was going to play against Jacksonville. I I wonder how much the storm might have impacted that decision. You know, maybe the field wasn't 100% uh, against Jacksonville. But now it's been a month. Uh, You would think it's go time. But obviously, uh, I've been wrong the past two weeks. More from Harbs. uh, J.K. Dobbins, how did he do? seemed happy. He seemed happy. He looked quick. He looked good. Uh, it was great to see him out there. He looks good and happy and quick, Jason. Those are all good things. Are we thinking this week? I don't, I'm don't. i still thinking this I might think not be the week. I don't yeah. think this is the I week. Think, I think he get another week. 
I think so too. Twenty one day window. I think next yeah. week. Let's 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 see next week. And but it, that's that's promising. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's happy. He's in good spirits. But we had Mark Viviano on earlier, and he's been doing the coaches show with him, and it, you can tell. And J.K. admitted as much uh, probably a month or two back that the Ravens have to save him from himself because he's such a competitor. But when he was back, guys, he didn't look right. And I don't know what you can expect out of him following another, you know, arthroscopic knee surgery. So I don't know. I thought he looked better than the guys that were playing before him when he got out there. Yes, but that wasn't J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, no, he, he did not look 100%. Hey, let's hear from Patrick Queen. Talks about the challenge of facing a Russell Wilson-led offense. Yeah, uh, everybody knows Russell Wilson, what he did in the past, and he's still capable of it. So uh, when you got a guy like that that knows the game, is very athletic, got an arm, he could do it all. Just you got to prep. You got to be at your all-time best with prepping. What he did in the past. He wasn't talking about this year. He <laughs> said he's he, still got it in him. Uh, possibly. Possibly. No, you don't want to put bulletin board material up. No. So you say he once was great. More from Patrick Queen. The loss Sunday, how frustrating was it? I think after the game, in the locker room, we were still pissed. I think once we got on the plane and everybody settled down, we all just like normal. Uh, good vibes, really, honestly, because our season's not over. You know, it's still stuff that we could build on. Uh, we're still looking at everything positive. It's just a, another week for us to go out there and prove ourselves to everybody. Yeah, especially when, you know, you know, me and T-Bone, we're like, hey, this defense is fixed. Roquan Smith, defense is fine. Look, do they, and then they – it's back to what we saw early in the season with the fourth quarter collapse. And again, the opportunities to really get a feel for this, I think are going to be few and far. It's like if Denver, if Denver, if this cat throws for over 220 yards on Sunday, even in garbage time, something's up. Mm-hmm. If they put up 20 points, something's something up. is up. Yeah. I mean, th- this is absolutely a get right game for this defense. If it's not, I'm red, red flags. I, I do I'm want, concerned. I know we're running a little late, but I do want to hear this because Patrick Queen has an interesting way of being on Twitter. He's talked a lot about blocking, mass blocking people. He was asked about Lamar's Twitter spot and why he gets on Twitter. It is what it is. I mean, if you get on Twitter, you get on Twitter. If you don't, you don't. Uh, Lamar's situation, whatever Harb said, that's what I stand by. For me, I just, I, I honestly, I get on Twitter because. Twitter got a lot of funny stuff on it, obviously, and stuff. So I like to look at funny videos and stuff. But if I see somebody add me, I, sometimes I might reply. Sometimes I might not. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, half of them don't even know what they're talking about anyway. So it is what it is. There you have it. Well, that wasn't what I was hoping for. I was going to say. Yeah. You, you went out of your yeah, way to I kill just, the clock for Yeah, that. I just wanted to hear what he had, and he said nothing. Hey, coming up next, we'll get the text of the day and get you ready for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored. The Daily Show with Tim Barbalace at 6. Won't be leaning on Cordell for a uh, while. <laughs> that's next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Your front row seat to all Baltimore sports. Inside access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. Rest in peace, Christine McVie. Passed at 79 years old today. Of course, part of Fleetwood Mac, the great band. Uh, Rumors, obviously, a fantastic album. Yeah. NoFX does a fantastic cover of that song. In fact, there's Stoney Baloney. Could we get the NoFX cover of uh, Go Your Own Way on the show tomorrow at some point in time? Thank you very much. Put that on the list. Just remember, remember who gives you the carrot and who gives you the stick. 
don't even know what that means. What do you mean? You never uh, heard that expression? The I have, but stick? I, I don't like, know. You can, lead, you can lead a horse with a carrot or you can whack him with the stick. I'm the carrot. I'm always good to the I'm blog. the good cop. I thought you were feeding him the carrot. Well, not, yeah, I'll feed him. Yeah. The, I'll feed Stony Carrots. Yeah. yeah. He uh, feeds me songs. I feed him carrots. I'm That's good a to weird the blog. You're yeah, not so is, good to the balloon. That is, that is odd. That, that, you're not nearly as good to the balloon. That's quite a cringeworthy uh, <laughs> picture you're painting. Huh? Just, that's quite a, you, quite a you, That's not as cringy as you cracking him with the stick. I don't crack him with any sticks. Uh, I don't okay. know if that's cringy. I, I just think that's mean. Yeah. Cracking someone with a stick? I do not crack anyone with any sticks. Yeah, carrots, that's yeah. weird. Stone, are you okay? You know, I'm doing okay over here. Yeah. I am. You yeah. like carrots? I'm struggling. Well, I'm, like, I'm a big carrot guy. Yeah. Me too. Do you what just about cook carrots? I'll just pop them. Like I like them steamed. Okay, steamed. Yeah. No odor issues with carrot with carrots because we know you have a weird odor issue. Oh with them. no, carrots don't help. What about like the baby branch? carrots in like the package? The bag, eat them right out. I would do that. Just I would crunch do that. right into those yeah, bad boys. Do that. The, those are great. Yeah. You know the tzatziki sauce. You ever had that? No, I don't know what that is. On a gyro, you don't know what it is. It's, yeah. it's a white sauce. sauce. It's a white yeah. sauce. I probably I'm about to have some. Are you having a gyro tonight? Yeah. I like those. I'll tell you what, the place by Cross Street. That's very yeah, good. That's good. That's really good. That's good. Yeah, I might have, have to get, get down Friday. there early, uh, get a euro on uh, Friday. We will be at the Cross Street Market on Friday. We will. Yes, then you're is. jumping in a limo and going to the Maryland game. I'm not jumping in a limo. I'm jumping, you might be. I'm jumping in the in the Sunshine Mobile. Will Frankie be along? With a giant smile. I don't think he's allowed at the game. I bet. It's it's Jimmy Sunshine. If he I mean, wants to bring Frankie the dog, Frankie the Wonder Pup, he should be able to bring wants, Frankie the Wonder Pup. He is the mayor of College Park. If he wants to bring the dog, he can bring the dog. Is Jimmy going to do a live hit? He said he'll come early and come in for the last segment or so. There we go. Yeah, okay. So, so we'll get some sunshine on our shoulder on Friday. Wonderful. Let's get the text of the day. Check one, two. Check Text of the day, sponsored by Wawa. This Jeez. holiday season, head wow. to Wawa, pick up a Wawa gift card. And the or, soft hey, pretzels. They have gift cards to brands like Apple, Amazon, or Uber. It's great for anyone on your list. It's available on a rack at the register. They got tzatziki sauce up in that Wawa? I, they got a lot of different items. I don't know if you can get tzatziki sauce. Great sauce. I, I wouldn't. I think you're underselling them, man. They, really? They, they have a ton of things. Have you had the soft pretzel, Wawa? Absolutely. It is incredible. But the hoagies, soft pretzel. hoagies are great. Soft pretzel. No, it's a really good soft pretzel. I, like, I highly recommend. Shorty rolls, baby. No, shorty. Shorty's now the way to go. You, you Tastes go the better than shorty. Get no, the classic. You're good. Size doesn't matter. Go ahead, Stone. <laughs> All All right. Right. It matters in terms of hoagies. Yeah. I can tell you that. We were talking about uh, BS classes, yeah. easy yeah. classes in college. Well, someone called me out on the text line here. Oh, says, oh. I am offended. I was Stone's bowling teacher. Whoa. His brother's too. Steel. BS class, question mark. Shake hands, answer the phone. Good stuff. That's how you bowl. Shake hands. So shout out Mike Blizzard was my bowling coach. Mike what a name. Blizzard. Mike yes. Blizzard. I love it. Mike Blizzard. Wait, he was your bowling listening. professor or coach or, or teacher? Or you were actually on a bowling team? He says bowling teacher, I guess teacher. Was this at Harvard? Or Harvard was Community this- College, yep. Was Steele on the team, too? Uh, he took it a couple years after. Did you become a better bowler through the course of the class? Oh, yeah. I probably doubled my average. Uh, really? I was average like 60. I'm like a little over 120 now. And wow. you, you take the ladies bowling sometimes? Or yeah. No? You got to impress them a little bit. You know, beat them. That's right. You, you already beat somebody in a bowling I, game, right? You, that, didn't, you didn't go easy. Uh, that is true. Uh, but maybe, you know what? Maybe that wasn't the right move. In hindsight. Yeah. In hindsight. hindsight yeah. Ghosting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
She Patrick Swayze'd you. <laughs> yeah. Take uh, it easy next time, yeah. Stony Baloney. T-Bone, what do we have on tomorrow? You got to tell him your professional grade. You yes. took the class. Yeah, it's BS. I told her I was going to beat her. By the way, Stone, Jeez, Stone, let me try one of his cakesters yesterday. I never heard of them. He had these. Huh? What is they're like an Oreo cookie, but they're a cake, and it was pretty good. It's, it's a the, soft Oreo with like a with the cream in the middle. Soft bake. They call it a cakester. Like, what is that? Oh, so try it. it so they good. were around in our childhood, and they disappeared for about I've, ten years, and they've come back. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've never heard cakester. That's what, what it said on the wrapper. That's what it's called. It. Stone one never yeah, lied. Yeah, this is, this is all new to me. Lie. Yeah, I did. It was you, good. Can you get double stuffed cakesters? Does no, that you don't need it. You, you don't, don't need, need a double it. stuffed cakester. It, it was good, very, Tim. It's very rich. <laughs> yeah, it's very rich. What do we have on the show tomorrow? <laughs> we got Brian Baldinger. We're Baldy. Gonna, we're going to break down the film with him. We better have the Burge. Oh, we got the Burge. Baldy and the Burge. We got Lucy Thursdays on CBS. Yeah. <laughs> we got Lucy Burge tomorrow. A lot of nonsense there. Uh, Jeff Legwald. 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 Yep. ESPN Denver. Yep. Covers the Broncos for ESPN. So we'll go behind enemy lines And then lines Ryan there. Ripken? Ryan Ripken. And Ryan Ripken. In? Hey, you said that I can't lean on Cordell. So now so it's Ryan Ripken. Ripken. He was prepared. <laughs> Cordell's about to have a baby. I got Ryan Ripken in a bullpen. Yeah. Got I'm, him. I'm full blown. I need help. He's got swinging two bats. No, we're extra blown because now, extra blown. now moving forward on Thursdays, no more talking Terps or Coach Locke. So I'm taking oh. up the 730. Extra blown Mondays and Thursdays. What wow. happens when Thursday night BFT. football goes away? Then are you like quadruple blown? Well, then the like games said, are over, we, so there's no more show. Well, we haven't. Oh, that's right. There's playoffs, no more Ravens tonight. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. BFD, say. BFT. BFT. Is yeah. going away? You can't say In Ravens. In February? Yeah. I, it, it chuckles. We haven't talked to him about that. Gotcha. We don't know what's happening. Chuck Buck's lock of the day yesterday. Yeah. Louisville plus 12 and a half. Uh, Be careful where you shop. Yeah. Hey. Baltimore game day uncensored the Daily Show. Coming up BFD. next, we'll talk to you tomorrow, too, here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason and Ken.